You're listening to the All Elite Podcast, your favorite AEW fan podcast for in-depth analysis and discussions about the number one growing brand in professional wrestling today, All Elite Wrestling. This podcast is broadcast live on YouTube, Facebook Live, and Twitch on behalf of the No Holds Barred Network. The network is your source for wrestling interviews and podcast content featuring independent wrestling and AEW. Also, make sure to hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. So sit back, relax, and interact in the live chat. Enjoy the show. Everybody, welcome back to the All Elite Podcast, right here on the No Holds Bar Network, your source for all wrestling podcast content and more. My name is Kyle Masters. I am your self-proclaimed greatest host. I am your Canadian prince, and I'm always joined by my co-host. She is the EVP of Giggles, the Heartbreak Chick, the Queen of the Indies, the Lady to Like Team. She's the woman of a thousand nicknames. That's Tiffany. What's up? Hi. Going on? Oh, you know, been all right. Busy. Busy. Like, just like in work, like in general work. God, the lighting is already making me madness already. Um, I haven't changed the setting on my ring light. I probably should, but that's okay. Um, I can be like this for this episode. That's all right. People come to listen, not look. I don't have something to look at. So, but anyways, I'm doing all right, but I am been busy. Work's been like, it's been like, not, not, I don't want to say busy, but it's been annoying because it's been like problem after problem this week and it just doesn't seem to be like going away and it's annoying and it's, it's hard to go into because I don't want to go into detail of my job because it would bore everybody here, but eh, it's just been, it's, it's like when you're at work and you say that saying, oh, it's been one of those days been like that every single day this week <laughs> but thank god we have this we have this positivity to look forward to and that's aw last night and then the podcast today to chat about it so everybody welcome to the all elite podcast is where myself and tiffany talk about everything in that aew world from bte to dynamite dark elevation uh rampage whatever future show they like to come up with we gonna talk about it right here on the podcast and it's all right here live on No Holds Bar Network. So, guys, make sure you are following the network on all social medias. You're following the podcast on all social medias. We're available on audio if you guys like. And, uh, yeah. So, You're very uh, monotone today. Like, what's up? Like, very monotone. <laughs> yeah, like. I told you. It's, 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 I think it's work. Work drains the hell out of me. Like, it drain. literally drains the hell out of you. And Some coffee. I know. I got to start getting, like, I have to start, like, drinking, like, caffeine or something before the pod. Like maybe like going to get a go to get a white girl frappuccino from like Starbucks or something. Oh my god, you gotta have like the mocha chip one. It's so good. <laughs> there you go. I'll just go to Starbucks. I'm gonna call Tiffany on my phone and be like, "This is what I want. Just listen to what she says." 
<laughs> and you're gonna say the order over to them, and then then I'm gonna get that because yes, I don't, Do I that. can't. I'll be in Starbucks for an hour if uh, if I go in there and don't know what I want because I don't know. I look at the board and I'm like, I don't know where to start. The frappy thing. The frappy thing. You know, the thing with the cream and the caffeine. They're going to look at me like I have 100 heads. <laughs> yeah, I think. But see this? Take a look what I'm wearing. See this? No, it's so that. cool. Guys, we have merch. We have merch. This podcast is merch. You know, if you guys go to the No Holds Bar Network merch store. You can get this beautiful t-shirt. It's inspired by Christian's t-shirt, the Outwork Everyone t-shirt. This is Out Podcast Everyone t-shirt. Um, if all things do well, I'll be wearing this in New York at the Arthur Ashe Stadium show. Um, I did order, Tiff. I went to a custom website, and I ordered myself a custom snapback hat with our AEP logo on it. Ooh, I love it. Yep. So I'm waiting for that to come in as well. Um, I got the coffee mug to match this. I had this morning. So guys, I can we can I can test you guys. Our merch store is top notch. The quality, wow, it's the chef's yeah. kiss. He's made, he's made pink tops. He's made. He's There's made everything. it all. Yep, you got you got shirts for the girls. Yes, not, not just women, but you know, girls is girls. You know, they we got there's flowy tank tops on there. Yeah, because I'm a nut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's fitted. There's everything. You guys, we got with the merch and everything on there. Let's go check it out. But uh, here, talk some AEW. And uh, damn, there was like so many rumors going on this week, Kyle. Another, like I know you were talking about week. It's week after week. There's just something new. I feel like we're back to like the beginning of our beginning episodes when AEW just came out. I feel like we spend more time on the rumors and news than we do on the the reviews, pretty much. But that's literally how this podcast started. Is like, but well, because they AEW didn't have a TV show then, so we would literally just come on here and talk about what new news was going on. Yeah. And it's basically turned into that again because, man, it's just like every week we come on here, there's just more and more stuff to talk about. And it's crazy, but I love that. I absolutely love that. That's why I love about this company. It makes me happy. It's amazing. Um, so we're going to talk about all that. Um, one thing I will start off with, uh, Rampage. So last Friday, the Rampage and oh, I just want to say hi to everyone alive today or saying hello. Hello to everyone in the live chat, all you beautiful people. Thank you for coming and tuning in each and every single week like you guys do. Love you guys. Um, but AEW Rampage, uh, last Friday, the pre-sale tickets for the Chicago show, The Last Dance, they went on sale. Yeah. And it was a pre-sale. It was only the pre-sale on the Friday. And they sold almost over 10,000 tickets on a pre-sale. It's the way to go. Insane. They only had six, was it six or 800 tickets left on the Monday when they went on sale? That's all they had left. Everybody was posting the picture. Like, this is all that's left. It's like the one little section in the nosebleeds. And I think that they actually opened up more, right? That's what wind up happening. They wind up opening up more. Yeah. Uh, and Sal, Michael Lopez in the chat. So to clarify what you're stating, um, the border is open for you guys to come in fully vaccinated. I, however, can't travel the other way because that makes so much sense. <laughs> you know, yes. I could fly to Buffalo from Toronto, but I can't drive over the border. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I could pay $600, though. It's a $600 flight, but I don't want to do that. But I, oh. but Tiff, the, the point is I could literally jump on a plane, fly to in the Buffalo, no problem, but they won't let me drive over the border. It's like, no, that's not allowed. Makes sense. So, anyways, 
Um, I think the current restriction is till the 21st. So hopefully by then, I'll get a clear picture. And if they open it up, I will be buying my plane ticket to suite. And I'll be at Arthur Ashe Stadium show at the end of September, reuniting with Tiffany over here so she can have to deal with my ass. But only for one night. That's okay. She can just deal with me for one night. Yeah, I'll have to take him to the infamous pizza spot. The infamous, so, yeah. The infamous pizza spot that Kyle likes, and then I'm gonna kick uh, open the door. I'm like, hey, I need a pie up in here. <laughs> and Rob from Bob Culture Podcast is gonna come too. So, because I told him about this pizza place, and I was like, well, Kyle's from Canada. I took Kyle. Kyle was in love with the pizza. So, like, <laughs> and it's not too far from where we're gonna it go. Was so, so good. It was so <laughs> good. I still remember Pete. I can still, I still have dreams about that pizza. That's how good it was. It's an authentic New York, Sicilian, Italian pizza. Like, which is good. Great. Gabagool. Um, but yeah, Rampage. Insane. Sold out. Sold out. That's only the second episode of Rampage. I know. And I'm telling you right now, if they do not live up to what the current rumors are going on, they're going to take the seats and throw them all over the arena. So it's it's almost a given now that he's going to show up. In some capacity, CM Punk is going to be there. And it's going to be insane. The pop is going to be absolutely hilarious. And you know what else is hilarious? So speaking of CM Punk, this kind of ties into what he hit uh, him. Um, I saw the band Living Color yeah. go at uh, was it the ringside news people. Because mm-hmm. in they released an article. And called them in living color, like the TV show. <laughs> and they were hilarious. The Twitter account for living color was going at the guy that ran the website back and forth. It was great. And it, he was also going at, after a, a, the article stated, I believe it was stating that AW can use the theme song because it's not owned by WB. So CM Punk can come out to cult personality, which I already knew because UFC used it when he was in UFC. So like, sure. Thanks. Thanks for the update, pals. Um. Anyways, yeah, Rampage showed out crazy. I mean, the debut exactly. of it's next week too. I'm curious. Did you see the debut of the PBR commercial that happened? So on, I didn't get on to that- see it yet because oh. it didn't show up here. So I'm gonna have to watch it on YouTube. Oh, it's on Twitter. They shared it. Okay, I'll have to watch it. Yeah, I see them tweeting a lot today. They I they actually so excited to put this out that they contacted them that they wanted to be part of the commercial and the fact that they had uh chelsea green in it horn swoggle like i was like yo i was like but they were tweeting so hard saying like our first commercial back is like a wrestling and it's so it's so nuts and to see all the social media tweets and all that fun stuff of everybody supporting and then people were still saying fuck you to Domino's. for what i'm i'm gathering um Pass Blue Ribbon, it's a mixed, it's a mixed, uh, what am I trying to say? It's a mixed Just, reaction to the beer itself. Like, I see some people shit all over it, and I see some people like, oh, it's not bad, you know? I don't cheap. drink beer, so I don't know. Um, it's cheap beer. It's cheap beer. Well, I see them also retweet the uh, the ratings today, and they're like, you're welcome. <laughs> well, it's funny because, like, Tony Deppin was even, because he's like, I'm a beer snob, and he opened up his own beer. Uh, company in Pennsylvania, and he he kind of said "fuck you" to Domino's, but he was loving PBR. And like, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I was like, "This is great." Okay. Um. So yeah, that's that's hilarious. So yeah, Rampage, crazy. I mean, the debut is next week. Can't wait for that. It's in Pittsburgh, uh, or Britsburg as we're calling it. 
but yeah, yes. I can't wait for. I, I'm just curious to see how Rampage is. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm curious to see the aesthetic of it. Uh, Cody did uh, have a media call this week and uh, teased that it's gonna have like an old school look to it, as in like there's gonna be a logo. They're bringing back the logo in the middle of the mat look for Rampages. So I'm curious for that. And apparently, it's been also said there's gonna be a new stage for Rampage, which is also interesting. They should. They so, should show it should have a different stage yeah i'm curious i'm sure it won't be different different but you know what i mean I was, Ooh, it's gonna be I something like flashback when we talked to brandon cutler about the stage oh right in, right or at full gear i don't know why like you said that and it's just like it like flashed back to like that moment <laughs> talking to cutler I, <laughs> I swear <laughs> i thought you were gonna bring you're gonna plug the 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 interview like he did last week <laughs> maybe you're like oh yeah by the way we interviewed brandon cutler episode uh, 22 so <laughs> check it out, guys. It's on the channel right now. Um, but yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, let's talk about some more stuff. Okay. Um, Wait, they had the the Nightmare Collective, uh, the Class Three. They uploaded their showcase on right. YouTube. Yep. Our friend Joey Silver was on it, uh, which is cool. So I will have him come on very soon. Me and Kyle are gonna work that with Joey soon. Because uh, I know he's going on vacation and stuff, but we're going to work that soon. So he's going to come on. So me, Colin, and uh, Joey are going to have a party on the network. That's cool. So. I, I like the whole uh, nightmare thing. I can actually see eventually the nightmare. I, I, I imagine when Cody's done wrestling, I'm not attributing. What the hell is this? I'm getting a phone call from a somewhere called Newcastle, Ontario. I've never heard. I didn't even know there was a Newcastle in Ontario. I'm not going to answer that. Um, anyways, um, I think Cody's nightmare factory could eventually be the developmental brand for AEW. I could see it having its own show, its own developmental show. Well, like on Why a small the- network or something like maybe TNT will take it. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, also in the news. Okay. I had to bring this up. We're not going to talk too much about it, but, uh, do you see Max Caster got a little bit into trouble? Yeah, he got pulled off other shows. He was supposed to work beyond at 8 o'clock tonight. He got pulled off that show. Was it because of that or is it because of something else? What's that? Because of that. Because of his rap. Okay. Um, Like That might happen. So, like, I don't know. I mean, at this point, I don't know what they can do. Maybe need some sensitivity training. I don't know. Like... I think it just it should have just been I think I think it's what Tony Khan said in his interview like he's going to be taking over the I think it just it wasn't Tony Khan probably trusted people in their place to kind of like look over what is going to be said before being sent out there and you know I I'm not, I'm not taking the the fault off of Max Caster here but I am putting a little bit of the blame on whoever approved that to be shown and that's why, like, Tony Khan's like, I'm going to be taken over. That should never have been shown kind of thing. I think maybe, like, if someone was in place and said, and, you know, caught that right away and, and went up to Max and said, you know, like, we're not going to show this because of this, this, and this, you know, Max, will, you know, he's going to learn from that. I, I don't I, – I'm not sitting here being one of those these idiots online right now that are trying to cancel <laughs> Max Caster. The like, first week, I did something like that. Either. Why are people mad at this when – Because it's not the time. But like no, no one complained when he dropped the Julia oh. line last week. No, they didn't. I didn't see anybody complain about it. 
well, it's not being complained about as much as this. Like this is, I, I just, I don't know. I, it, it was not neat. I'm not agreeing with what he said. I'm just saying like, it's uh, the cancel culture. I hate, I absolutely hate the cancel culture and you shouldn't be canceling him for saying something like that. Just go up to like, have him sit down with Tony. I'm, I'm sure Tony has sat down with him. I'm not like, there's, there's no way in hell that he hasn't sat down with Tony about this situation. And, you know, you know, you got to start, you know, tell him basically, you, you got to stop doing stuff like this. You got to, you know, when you're doing these raps, you know, there's a line you can't cross and he crossed it and he's going to, you know, he's getting punished for it. He's taking it like a man. Well, do you do, do the raps? Do the raps about like people, I guess, in wrestling. If you're gonna do whatever, don't say stuff like that because look what happens. Yeah, yeah, he, he'll learn from it. It's it's. Yeah, it's like you know, wrestling sensitive, you know, right? Like you're gonna have those people you're gonna piss off. You're gonna have the people that don't mind. You're gonna have the people that are gonna try to cancel you. You have or to stop trading, treating him like he meant to do that, and he's not sorry for it. Like people are so quick to jab a knife in this guy's back. When uh, when before we even heard a word, we haven't heard a peep from him, and clearly they're doing that because of the publicity. Like uh, it, people are so yeah. quick with this cancel culture, and it literally drives me nuts. The whole thing with Sasha Banks with him or whatever, and then they wind up pulling him off for a while. So they're probably gonna have to do the same thing with him until like it calms down. But mm. you do have, you know. But I do agree with the fact that Tony should be able to like review everything before yeah. it's actually done because of the fact that you're on TV. Yeah. You're a public guy now. So, that's that. And I'm just going to say this. Everybody, just to put it into perspective, and I know, it, and I've seen a lot of it, it's the WWE freaking e-drones that are, were attacking this. Y'all SummerSlam event, the theme song by Cardi B is about her sucking dick. So, just going to throw that out there. Just going to put that out there. Don't... <laughs> Don't try to claim like there is this fucking holy grail place over there. There, there's SummerSlam theme songs about sucking penis. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, some other cool news. This is interesting because I think we we kind of sort of chatted about this a little bit, Tiff. So, it's dirty news, but it kind of ties into AW a little bit. Um, so Adam Cole, uh, possibly maybe. Slight chance, who knows, will be maybe come to AW eventually. We'll see. Um, well, he only either, signed a one month extension. He only signed what, to get him through SummerSlam, and that's it. Yeah, he's supposed to put out over Kyle O'Reilly, blah yeah. blah blah. But there's that supposed to be any uh, clause right after that. They haven't offered him anything long term yet. I mean, so, it's probably gonna come, but like, so I don't know. It, it all depends. It's tough with Adam Cole because he's one of those guys. He's never gonna come out and say like, "Oh, I'm unhappy here." But if there's a chance that I, if I see it from, for the one side of the fence, I can see it from, but maybe he wants to leave. And this is what I'm kind of picturing. It's probably not happening. So guys, don't take this like literal. Maybe he knows how much of a penny crunch they're doing right now. Cause they're releasing people to quote unquote budget cuts and they're doing a lot of stuff to like crunch the budget. Maybe he knows that he, like he is a smart guy and maybe he's asking for too much to the point where they can't give him that money and he'll then walk. As soon as his contract extension's done, because he knows they can't pay him what he's asking, so maybe he's doing this strategically to leave the company that way. And that's like, you know, he's not just gonna say like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll resign on the last day." And be like, "Yeah, I'm out of here." So it's tough with Adam Cole because, from what I'm gathering, he loves 
he loves working with Triple H and HBK and NXT. Those are like his idols. So like it's you never know with these things. We're just gonna have to wait and see. But it would be cool if he ever came to AW. We said it, me and you, Tiff. The BTE shit will be off the chains. Put the BTE bits back. Yeah. So the fact is, yeah, they killed him on BTE, but maybe they have some storyline that it gets resurrected. He wasn't really dead. They'll do a dream sequence or some shit like that. Like, that's the creative thing about BTE. But, like, for so many reasons, the fact that they – you've seen Adam Cole. We we talked about this numerous times on the podcast. The New Year's parties that they had, you always see Adam Cole with – uh, Britt Baker, you see those photos. We show them on the network when, you know, at parties. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously they're good friends, so I wouldn't see why. And I know, like, me and Kyle would be very happy about that if Adam Cole ever came over to AEW. But just the load, just the thought, I didn't even think about the wrestling aspect. My thought was the bits that would come back on BTE. That, that was my first thought. When I seen that, I'm like, oh, my God, the BTE shit's going to be off the chains. Um but even then, like it's it's so cool to think about because we've seen again that you brought up the photos. He's he's talked to Tony Khan. There's no way he's not talked to Tony Khan about what if he came over, what he would get, and what he can he do. I'm sure those conversations have been had. I mean, the one thing they would have to do because it's out there is relive because Kenny kicked Adam out of the Bullet Club. You yeah. don't think that they're not going to come back to that, and Adam's going to have some revenge plot against Kenny. Like they're not just going to bury the hatchet, or maybe they do bury the hatchet and he joins the Super Elite. You never know. They can do a million other a million things, but having Adam Cole on your roster, just like Mike, you just think about AEW right now. Their that- roster is getting huge, like not huge as amount amount of people, but huge as in, in terms of talent. Yeah. It's incredible with all the young stars that are getting put over like crazy right now. Oh my god, dude! AEW, it, it's true, man. What AEW- what Tony Ooh. Khan said back last November, like AW is about to change the world, and they they're already starting to like we're already in those gears, um, yeah. too with like the Bray Wyatt release, and that's sad because that's really sad because that guy that's a guy you fight tooth and nail for to stay in your company because of the creative mind he has. And Cody said it in the conference call this week that you know he wasn't going to comment on signing him, but he said anyone that gets him because of his creative mind, he remembers back in like the early early NXT days when Cody was his coach when they were doing that like coach and young rookie thing um and it was like Daniel Bryan was with the Miz and then uh, Husky Harris which Bray Wyatt was with Cody Rhodes he says he remembers him back then and the creative mind he had Bray Wyatt now is on the loose with a fully creative mind and if he comes into AEW with that fully creative mind who knows what Bray Wyatt's going to come up with and it'll be so good so many so rooms. good People, but you saw like the uh, what was it? There was an article that I saw that Vince McMahon was saying that with all the cuts or something, he goes they can have some more people or that some is shit. Nuts, man! I swear to God, he's he needs to go into a loony bin. Like Vince is losing his mind. Like I agree, I agree with Brad. What he just said in chat, he goes, my only question is when when is too much enough? Brian Daniel, uh, Punk, Cole, Top of Black, Andrade. When do they hit a limit for young talent start to suffer? And that's something that I've been fighting for that I talk about on this podcast because of the fact that I love my indie side. And it's like, don't forget your indie talent too. Um, you're then it's going to wind up like you're going to need more shows to to do this. And it's like, what are you going to have the time? I barely have time to watch. I can't even watch Elevation in Dark most of the time because well, of my I think indie. That's where that's gonna they're they're gonna have to scale back. They're always going to be for the main shows. I think eventually if they do have more and more talent, Elevation's going to be turning into a two-hour show, and they're going to have two two-hour shows a week. Um, 
But you think about the talent they have right. now. You think all the people they've brought in so far. No one's being underutilized here. There's no young talent that's being pushed aside for these people. Everyone's getting put over. All the young stars are being put over by these people coming in. And people are getting the pushes for the right push. Look at Miro. Miro could have been in the world champion picture right away. But no, they stuck him with the TNT belt. And look, it's been gold yeah. with that TNT belt. And it's like, and then the other thing too is like, so it doesn't get stale, right? Like that was, that was, I think one of the things that kind of pulled me away from WWE is that we were seeing the same thing over and over and over again, right? We're not getting those stale matches. And, that's and I know all these people still new, you know, but we're getting matches that we never seen before. Yeah, can you imagine and they didn't not- sign anybody? Can you imagine if they didn't sign any of these people? We'd be getting the same match. We'd be getting Darby versus Kazarian for like the 80th time this week. If it did. Like, no, no, you need to keep filling in these holes. And their roster is not that big. I say every damn week, go to their website. Their roster is not big. It just looks huge because they still have a plethora of talent that are not signed yet around. That's true. (laughs) They're not that big. It's big, but it's not as big as people are making it out to be. And And there's also somebody gets injured. You think about Punk. Punk's not going to be in here for the long term. Punk's going to be here for like the next couple of years. He's going to have a couple of banger matches, some dream matches. Then he's going to start putting over people, and then he's going to fade away. I feel like this if they like Cage and, you know, Christian Cage and, like, putting over, like, the talent. And uh, so you're right. I, I feel like there's, like, in and out, you know. It's the mindset. Last. We're still glued to WWE's mindset when they bring people in and they bury them right away. And, you yeah. know, they don't put over the young talent. We're, we're stuck in that when this company is different. They don't do that. They had They've shown – in almost the three years they've been around, that they have not done that once. Look at Darby Allen. He's literally their biggest star, one of their biggest stars. And they've built him since the beginning. So I, I, I'm all for everyone coming in right now. And they're, they're not even, they're, it's not like they're signing everybody. They didn't sign everybody. They didn't sign Zack Ryder. They didn't sign Kurt Hawkins. I don't think they're going to sign Buddy Murphy. I'm pretty sure he's going to impact. They didn't sign everybody. They pick and chose the right, talent and then exactly ruby soho who has now been confirmed by sean rassap is is apparently on her way to aw she's going to be huge for that women's division well they need they need more women so and ruby soho is going to be awesome cannot wait for that cannot wait for that official signing i wonder when and where but we'll find out um Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon, yet yeah, with Ruby Soho. And then apparently, I mean, he's probably going to get re-signed, but I would welcome him in. Pete Dunne, apparently, his contract is, is expiring very, so, very soon. There's a lot, but we shall see. We shall see. I just want to see. I, I don't even want Daniel Bryan to appear in AW first. I want him to go appear in New Japan because I want, like you said, I want him and Zack Sabre Jr. to get this this match everybody wants to see together over, over and done with. Like. <laughs> There's so many matches, even with that open door, and oh, I still want our our you know AEW versus like Impact or yeah. New Japan or whatever. Like, hopefully, we could get that someday that we can you know come on here and be so excited to talk about that. I'm excited about what we're talking about now. I am so pumped. Next, <laughs> this next month, and even into All Out, even so, the next two months is going to be. I don't even know. I can't even say me. The next three months, it's just it just look it just keeps getting better and better and better. So why not we talk about the rest of the stuff this week? I'm um, actually, actually, actually lied, 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 lied. Hold up. Let's, let's pump the brakes. I still have a couple of news articles. 
Um, and I'm, I'm curious because I want to know who you would think. Apparently, uh, Josh Alexander, Alexander, formerly of the North Tag Team with Ethan Page, who is on Impact right now, dares any AEW talent to give him a match or dares AEW to give them a match with their best at Impact Bound for Glory. Who would you pick to go over and face Josh Alexander? I'm curious to see who... Singles or like tag? Singles. Singles. He's daring someone to come over to face him one-on-one. Um, I think if they want... If they if they want... And I saw Jordan Grace saying that there should be more revolving door or forbidden There's door two. stuff with the women. Um, I think they start need, they need to start capitalizing more on this. It's weird how it's only been like a few people. Yeah. Uh, Jungle Boy would be cool. That's cool, Sal. Um, yeah, I w- I'd want to see maybe a Miro bring in the TNT belt into Impact and yeah. and and defend it over there. You know, I mean, I know I don't know if there's something with TNT. Maybe they're not allowed to do that because it's a television belt. I mean, Darby would be cool too, but Jungle Boy yeah. would be great. But I like the idea of Miro bring his belt over there. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. Like, hey. But if you want to bring like somebody like Jungle Boy would be great. Yeah. Um, this was cool because I used to collect cards, wrestling cards, and I might I might pick up a few of these. So AW and Upper Deck, who if not a lot of people know, are like the primary people who do the hockey cards. And if you're a hockey card collector, you guys know about Upper Deck. I think they do other sports too, but I, I was only primarily hockey card collector. They signed an exclusive deal, multi-year deal for trading card and memorabilia with Upper Deck, AW. That's huge. That is going to be sweet. I can't wait to get my Kenny Omega rookie card. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's cool because there's so many different like collectors out there. Yeah. Oh, that's that's big. And it's different. And you're thinking outside of the box and with them all being collectors and all that stuff. Why not? People about to get rich because they're these. These are things you collect now at the start of the company, because later down the line, it's going to be worth a shit ton of money. So, especially with Upper Deck. Upper Deck is huge in the sports memorabilia world. So, that is a massive deal to sign. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about uh, BT Izzle. BT Izzle. You have made his <laughs> debut on BTE. And I marked out. Yes! <laughs> it was a good episode this week. I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't great it, I, I don't know it just seems like the last couple of weeks bt has been it's like, like missing they went back yeah. to the whole vlogging kind of thing yeah. but it's big something and i feel like it goes through its ins and outs or whatever i so, felt a little well, off on this one like, that you know, killing me with his brushing the hair oh god yeah <laughs> so gorgeous oh that's husband so hot uh... <laughs> And then like but, the uh, one scene where they're on but, the that that ramp thing in the in the airport, and it was a Nick going like, "What are you guys doing? We have to yeah, go." Yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> and then Matt like comes back to the camera, and then he starts his hair again, and I'm like, "Yes!" I was like, "I love this," but I love the whole bit even like with Nick and uh, Brandon Cutler about that he's gonna have to cheat even more now, and like right, Nick yeah. giving him crap, you know, about the Dark Order. I, I cancel them. <laughs> that was funny. So, that was good. Holding with Leva and uh, Peter Avalon. Like, oh, I'm man. still, I'm loving this whole thing that he's like biting over her. And now it's in, like dubbed pretty much. And I'm like, oh, God, hot mess. I wonder but if that's going to end with them getting back together. They're going to get back together. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I, I can see it. 
the whole point like whether or not like it's on tv but as a, alone just for the bte bits they have to they have to like maybe like peter is gonna fight for her love against alex <laughs> like we're gonna see that like a match on bte like what we saw like the hundred episode or whatever it was the, that they did that they had that match they set up the ring oh right that's, right right yeah that's what they're gonna do <laughs> um, other than that, i don't think there was really too much more in bt from what i remember no uh, it wasn't really like much like it was a lot more like footage of clippings of, that's like, right yeah and yeah, i can't i can't wait to get like, you can see it. it's funny watching dynamite and you see cutler filming like oh there's the bt footage and you like pick it out um dark and elevation this week uh the one thing i'm just going to make note is i think it's pretty cool that the people in the live crowd get to see these matches too not only do they get dynamite but they get to watch this stuff and some of the matches are like really good i uh i saw rsp was at dark yesterday so that means next week we're gonna see ricky shane page he still won't give me an interview damn it my boy ricochet <laughs> page gonna be on dark my boy ricochet page love him hey you come here and i take you to h2o and i hope he's there and i hope he walks away from you too no, we're gonna film that i'm like yo ricochet page what's going on and she's gonna walk he's away from me walk away from you um anywho rehu let's talk about dynamite oh dynamite we're like 36 minutes in here we haven't even said a word go. of dynamite I gotta be honest with you. This was not my favorite episode of Dynamite. I was really like, there was a couple of moments in the show that I enjoyed, but I gotta be honest with you, I was bored in my mind. Like, I'm sorry. It was, sorry, I'm honest. It was all right. I wouldn't say it was bad. I mean, they're not gonna hit every week. I'm just saying, you know, I don't really ever come on here and say that, but. I wasn't really crazy about last night's episode. Okay. Well, it was all right. I, I, I just, I thought it, the episode was okay until the end. The end we'll get to, but uh, interesting way to start the show. Um, Chris Jericho and Huju Guerrera. So I guess the, the trials of Jericho. Um, so this is kind of weird to me. Now I was thinking about it too, Tiff. You think about MJF, right? He doesn't want to face Jericho. So he's trying to do all these trials to stop Jericho in his place and make him lose. Why did you pick Juventud Guerrera? <laughs> like, why would you like do something crazy? Maybe, maybe that should have been like one of his first ones, and then maybe like this week should have been Nick Gage. You know what I mean? Like, yep. you ha I thought like they're they're kind of not going in a in a in a pace where you think it should just keep getting worse and worse as the stages go on. Yeah. That should have been like one of like after Sean Spears, I feel like. Like I just I don't like, get it. Like how do we top after Nick Gage? Like MJF's supposed to be this mega heel and he's he's he doesn't want to face Jericho and he's trying to make sure like these these uh these trials of Jericho or whatever the key frame they're called, um are supposed to like stop Jericho in this place, but I'm like I'm sitting here going, like, how do they do Nick this after Nick Gage in a death match? I'm like, you're supposed to top that. You're supposed to try to top that. Gage should have been like the last one. Yeah, or at least the second last, or even the last one. It's just, I don't know. I feel like, and in the next week, it's 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 uh, it's Warlow, who I it kind of sounded like MJF was supposed to be the special ref at first, but no, he's just gonna be at ringside. I'm like, oh, 
How is that? It, what? No, then if that's the case, Nick Gage should have been the last one because then I feel like it would have been better storytelling, like him bleeding and like, yeah, I'm sitting here. I just did a death match pretty much. And like, yeah, now you have to say yes. Now we have to fight in the ring. And, you know? That's what but, I mean. Unless they have this big plan for yeah. the last one to be insane, then like what what was the point of these labors of Jericho? Like they're not they're not going up like this match. Oh man, it had a rough start. Both looked like they weren't even on the same page, or looked like there was massive miscommunication going on. I think that's what happened to me is that they started off with this, and it wasn't what. I think we expected the match to be, and I think that set a whole freaking tone for me, and I think it kind of killed my mood for the, yeah. the episode last night. Uh, Kimmy, I don't think MJF's number five because I think he has to get through five labors to face yeah, Jericho, and he wouldn't be number five because All Out still like three three or four weeks away, so it just it wouldn't line up properly, I don't think. There's still going to be obviously some sort of stipulations the next couple of yeah. weeks or something like that. Um, so. But yeah, but MJF on commentary, though, Gold. Him on commentary. He is a great color commentator. He played he he's done such a good job during these labors of Jericho on commentary. It's been so good. Yeah. The way he like he comes across, he he like mixes in with Excalibur. It is so good. So good. Um but Jericho ended up picking up the win. He had to win by hitting a top rope move and then going for the pin. Um so he beat Hooventude. Who just still looks good. I mean, it's his second. I mean, Brad just said in the chat, this was his, his second match. Uh, second match this year after not having one in almost two years. So, still good. It's just like, that's fine. Like, I'm not trying to criticize Juventude here. I'm criticizing the fact that maybe this shouldn't have been labor number three. It just doesn't make sense to have this after the death match. <laughs> um. Yeah, Gage should have been the last yeah, and the one. Point, his point is for is for MJF not to face Jericho in trying to stop him. You don't yeah. go to Hooventude after a death match. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Um, Come on. Anyways, we'll move on. The segment backstage you had with Lucha Brothers and Andrade was good. Oh, good. So I think I get more excited with these like vignettes and promos more than a lot of the other stuff. <laughs> so you got to think. Lucha Brothers are joining. They're going to join Andrade eventually. Think so? I think he's gonna turn. They're gonna turn on him. Pac's been missing for two weeks, and apparently it's because of Andrade. They're they're doing this storyline. It's because of him. I don't know what's actually happening with Pac, but but they're gonna make it look like that they um, joined. I don't know. I think Lucha Bros are gonna turn on Pac, and I think it's gonna be. I think I think and Pac's gonna be pissed off, and it's gonna lead to Pac and Andrade at All Out. And holy crap, give ah. me my money for that match. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. Give it to me. That match is going to be insane. I'm already looking forward to Kenny and Andrade next Saturday. I I need to find, I need to find a way to watch this live. I don't know. I know I see him or AAA is hard to catch a stream live. I just need to watch the match in general. If I have to, if I miss it live and I have to watch it the next day, I'm going to stay off Twitter. And I need to see this match because Kenny and Andrade are going to tear the freaking house down. They're going to, that match is going to be so good. And I cannot mm. wait for that. Do um, it. Yeah. But yeah, this is interesting. I really do think the Lucha Brothers are going to join Andrade. And they're going to have this super mafia luchador faction. And it, it's so good. It's money. It is money. Um, so, uh, Kingston, Moxley, and Darby 
six man tag versus uh, formerly known as Everrise. So 2.0. And uh, your boy Daniel Garcia, who I actually found out is going to face Darby Allen next week on Dynamite. And I heard Tony Khan is very high on Daniel Garcia, and that's why he was in this match. He's so good. I'm going to see him Sunday for the IWTV Championship against Yuta. I'm so excited. So there you go. That's two people that he's really high on. Jackie said she was like, she figured that I knew these guys or whatever. But I'm so stoked. So if you guys, if you have the IWTV, definitely go check that out Sunday, 5 o'clock. Oh, my God. Yuta versus Daniel Garcia. Uh, Daniel Garcia is the Limitless champion right now. Oh, my God. I've been dying to see him live in person. I'm so excited to see him this weekend. But this was huge. I love seeing all these indie guys show up. Yeah. And then huge on it because there are gems in the indie scenes right now. And I'm so glad that they're picking them out one by one. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> so I've heard mixed things about Everrise though. I mean, I never seen them wrestle in NXT, so I couldn't judge, judge this. They look more like a comedy team. Like they're very, very uh, charismatic and they're very out there. Like they're the one spot. Where the guy is like, oh my god, you're the real Sting! And then he gets taken out by Darby. That was the best part of Dynamite. That was like the funniest part ever. And that, that made me pop. They were part of Chikara, right, Brad? I'm pretty sure. I'm sure they were part of Chikara. So, that's sad. That company's not around anymore. Um, ugh, So good. So good. This this match was great. I enjoyed this it match. Was. I, I even loved the ending. Like, Do you, you see how happy... Eddie Kingston was like he marked out like a little boy. He's in the ring like with Sting going, yo, yo, this guy, I'm with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's gotta be cool though. Uh, and these are even like when I do a lot of my interviews, that I'm like, how cool is it to like here was that like you were a fan, right? Like you were a fan as a child watching these people and to step in the ring and work with the you know people that you idolize. So yeah. that had to be like a really cool, cool moment. All right, so apparently he they actually yeah. feuded with Eddie yeah, and Chikara, they, so they, yeah, that's they cool. had the long history that they were saying that in the Northeast and in Canada. Yeah, so I'm assuming it was C4. Am I probably wrong? Brad will know. Brad knows like more of that than I do. But anyways, good match, great match. Kingston, Moxley, and Darby got the win. Um, very interesting to see that dynamic with those three. But uh, we'll move on here. Um, yo, the elite promos backstage. We gotta talk about. Yeah. So. They're at the basketball net. So the Bucks and Kenny mentioned that they don't have any more. Cha- they don't have challengers. They got nothing for all out, and they're fine with that. They're fine with, you know, they're going to have to put raise their their banners in the rafters, which makes me think that it's either going to be Kenny or the Bucks where we're not going to know their team. Their, I don't know. Or they, maybe they could do it in Rampage. I kind of feel like they're going to be doing a banner raising ceremony is what I'm trying to get at. I feel like they're going to, in some arena, they're going to be doing a joke banner raising with, like, it's going to say the super elite or something with it. I, I feel like this is what we're going to, and it's going to be funny, and it's going to, someone's going to interrupt, and that's what we're going to get our setup match for All Out. But the main thing to point out here, I'm like, you know what, before the show, Tiff, with mm-hmm. my, my buddy Anthony, Game Event, who is uh, from the Elite POV, and their Elite All Elite podcast, shout out to them. We were sitting there before Dynamite going, okay. What's going to be the CM Punk teaser this week? Because we're like, there's going to be a teaser for CM Punk. They've been doing it every week. What's going to be this week? It was on Kenny Omega's shirt. He was wearing the Cookie Monster shirt, which CM Punk has said before, what the CM stands for is Cookie Monster. 
There's your tease, folks. They do like a lot of that. Yeah, but uh, next week, this is interesting. So the Good Brothers are going to defend their Impact belts on Dynamite. Which is cool. Against the Dark Order. Can you imagine they win? That would be interesting. I'm just curious to see who the two from the Dark Order are going to be. Is it Stu and Evil Uno, or is it Reynolds and Silver? It's definitely not going to be 10 and Colt. (laughs) Or 10 and 5. Who would be more over, though? I don't know. (laughs) Silver and Reynolds, probably. Johnny Hungy is pretty over. Johnny (laughs) Hungy? Um... Oh my god, Kyle! I want like God to come over and wrestle fucking Young Bucks at All Out so bad, since that seems like oh, that was yeah. Drew this promo last yeah. night. Oh, give me, give me! I will be screaming. If we hear night. that "Ain't Nobody Realer Than Gorilla" song, I'm gonna lose my shit. So, um, it just I, I'm trying to think of the darker who the two are gonna be because we saw later in the night when Hangman came out to the ring and the Elite <laughs> come out there, and you know there's the other Hangman promo where he said like you know. Thanks, guys, but this was my fault. You know, we should go in our separate ways. You know, the, the darker are like, you know, well, we always have your back. And even was like, fine, guys, if he wants to go, let's let him go. And then when they went to try to help him, they st- like Evil Uno and Sue Grayson stopped everybody. That was a cool moment. I thought that was, I'm like, oh, I thought for sure they were going to go in. I'm like, okay, here we go. Here comes another big brawl. That caught me off guard. And I was like, okay, I love that. Stu Grayson and Evil Uno stopping. Everybody from going in, so I'm I'm guessing it's probably going to be Uno and Grayson. I'm with it. I'm, I'm looking. Yeah, it is. Thinking. It is confirmed. It's confirmed. That, oh, the yeah. promo picture has okay Uno and Grayson. Okay, I hadn't so, seen a promo picture, so um, it is there. So that'll Next be interesting. Be but now there. I'm curious. So now Christian Cage eventually had a promo as well, and he mentioned that he's feeling elite. So. It's still up in the air what they're going to do. Like, I don't know what the Bucks are going to have at All Out. Kenny, it kind of seems maybe. I'm going to go like Cage uh, because there was you another think, thing. Though? Or is it going to be well, before? You know like, I'm assuming because Hangman's uh, pregnant. Well, not, you know, him pregnant. Hangman's but pregnant. pregnant. It's it's confirmed. He's got I a think, baby. <laughs> Isn't that baby like due like next month or something? Maybe. Um, so I want to explain of why they're pushing it, but also like I've been saying too, it's like Hangman when he wins that title, it needs to be his moment, and nothing can overshadow Hangman. And if CM Punk is like there, I feel like that's gonna take away from Hangman Page. So this that's makes, gonna take his moment. This makes me think that Chris, if it is Christian at All Out with Omega, right. that's I don't think that sells as your main event. I don't Ooh. think that's your main event. So I don't. It's either that's gonna happen at All Out, and it's it's it may or may not be the main event, or that's not gonna happen at All Out. It's gonna happen pre All Out, and Kenny is gonna have some other match at All Out. And I have a gut feeling that there's some big plans going on. I don't think it's gonna be CM Punk. I think CM Punk's gonna face Darby Allen at the pay per view. But then at the second at at the same time, you know, they can do CM Punk and Christian Cage at the pay per view. Because if CM Punk is here, you know that pay-per-view is going to be like not really built around him, but the, everyone's going to be there just to see CM Punk's match. And you don't want to kind of take away from any other big moment. 
So maybe if you do, if you do, it's okay to do a Christian in Kenya at that pay per view if CM Punk's going to be the most talked about thing there. So either way, either way, whenever Christian does face Kenny Omega, I'm going to be excited for that match because I am. I that's going to be a really really good match. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, and I'm I, I'm all for it. I can sit here and theorize a million different things. About where Kenny's going to go. I kind of want to wait until next week and see what's going on with uh, more more of a clear picture. But, uh, man, Christian, though. He had a match with the Blade this week, and that was a long match. That was a long match. My God, that guy can still go for his age. It's insane. Insane. <laughs> Um, so Britt had a weird segment, Britt Baker had a weird segment in the ring with, uh, so Red Velvet came out like really quickly, like Britt didn't, we had a chance to talk. Red Velvet came out, told like, kind of like called her out, said red's not your color, honey. And basically challenged Britt, Britt accepted. So at the rampage debut, Britt's going to come back. I guess her wrist is fine. Maybe Britt's going to have a title match against Red Velvet on the first rampage. Okay. Okay, I'm 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 for that. Sure. You knew. Uh, Red Velvet won't win the title. No. I'm still thinking it's going to be Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker at the pay per view. When and if they when they try to when they do start booking that, I mean you you have to think it's either going to be next week or the week after. They're going to have to start building that. I feel like Rosa and Britt deserve a long build, man. You got to start doing that now. So we'll see what happens. Maybe something happens on Dynamite next week. We'll see. We'll have a couple of weeks. Um, Lee Johnson faced Miro for the TNT belt. Miro's an absolute stud. Do you see how over he was? Oh my god! Like he's gonna get so killed. And actually, this match went on a lot longer than I thought it would. Yeah, Lee Johnson. Oh. They gave him a good rub here. It's like they like tossed around like in the beginning. I was like, okay. I was like, he's just gonna get murdered. That's it. And I like that with Miro that like he is working everybody in the ring. Yeah. Which is great. So it's like even though it's like he was dominating most of the time, Miro, I love that Lee was able to get offense into it, you know? Right. And he looked good. He looked good. I, I'm gonna applaud Lee Johnson here. I'm gonna give him the credit where credit's due. And Miro, that was probably one of his longest matches he's had in AEW so far. And that was a really, really good match. This was a very good match. Um, Miro retains dominant fashion. What's next for Miro? I don't know. I honestly do not know where Miro goes into the pay per view with him with his title belt. He's going to be defending that belt against somebody. You imagine like Kip comes back and wants a shot. <laughs> Maybe I don't know if it's like. Not that that, I, don't, I feel like that wouldn't sell. I don't know if that's an all out sell right there. I don't know. We'll have to see. Miro's also in limbo too. I don't know what's going on with him. Um, Ali faced Layla Hirsch. This was interesting because I didn't know this match was even happening and I didn't know the stipulation for it. I was like, oh, so winner's facing the Camille. NWA champion, Camille, because yeah. Serena D got hurt. Because I, I, I didn't even know Camille was a champion. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it was a good match. Layla ended up winning. Man, the, the stare down. Oh, it's like, y'all, talk about to put over this match. Damn. Huge. The David I and Goliath here. My God. Oh, my God. That was huge. Like, she's huge. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 
Yeah, crazy size difference. So that's I think that's happening on NWA's uh, TV. So Layla's going over there as part of AW, which is cool. Cool, cool, cool. And then, uh, I mean, Lance Archer. Okay, this is weird. So the guy from the America's Top Team had like a quick promo. If you guys remember, he got destroyed by Lance Archer. Um, I think that was back on Road Rager. And he's coming back and he's bringing someone to face. He's not coming alone to step up to Lance Archer. I'm like, who the hell is he talking about? <laughs> are they doing another, like, are they doing like an MMA star coming in here? They better not be. They better not be bringing in some MMA stars. Just going to have a one-off. No, 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 no. Stop that. Enough with that. That's like total WWE. Stop that. Don't do that anymore. Me and Ant were joking, though. We're like, watch it be Ken Shamrock. <laughs> it's Ken Shamrock still, like, wrestling here and there. <laughs> it's Ken Shamrock. I'll lose my shit. If it's him, I'll lose my shit. Um, but anyways, we'll see what happens with that. Lance Archer, again, he's the IWGP US champion. He's going over to Resurgence. That's going to be a good event. Good for Lance Archer right now. He's bringing in Brock. <laughs> I would lose my shit because that would be hilarious, but at the same time be like, well, I don't think this is going to be – Brock's not coming here because he knows AW won't book him like AWB books him. So he's not coming here. And they're not going to pay him like everybody pays him. Um, anyways, main event. Malachi Black, Cody Rhodes. Okay, the entrance. Can we just talk about this? Okay, I'm going to show you guys this right now on screen right now. Hang on. Once I clear my notifications here. Look at my new phone background. That is Malachi Black in the tunnel. That is uh, That was one of the coolest, coolest entrances I've ever seen. That was so cool. I loved it. Loved the aesthetic of it. I love he was wearing like that demon mask with the horns. The music fit right in. Um, it was a little weird times like when the lights turn off and turn back on. I think they did that a little bit too much, and it kind of like they kind of. I, I know they'll fix it. They'll, they'll they'll fix that eventually. But oh my god, when he when the lights came back on, and he was in his pose in the middle of the ring, and he takes the mask off. I'm like, dude, this guy. He's like, they just made him a top star in like t- two minutes there. And look at the match. He beat the shit out of Cody in four minutes. He beat the living crap out of him in four minutes. Kicked his head off. That's it. Game over. I'm like, there you go. There's a top star already in this company right there. Malachi Black. Yes. That was insane. And here comes the gripe. This was supposed to be all about Malachi Black. Supposed to be. What does Cody have to do? He's got to reach over for that spotlight and bring it over over here. I understand a Cody. Yeah, Cody. Guys, I'm not trying to shit on him. He's, he's put over so many people. He just put over Malachi Black. He's put over everybody he's faced off in, with in the last year. You think about everybody he's faced off with, he's put each one of them over. That's fine. I'm just saying this promo could have been a lot shorter. A lot shorter. He's not retiring. This is dumb. He's not retiring. Don't do this retirement angle thing. Don't pull a Mark Henry salmon suit angle here. Don't do that. That 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 will forever be the most infamous one. You can't top that. This I just I I feel this was too long. I feel if he was gonna come on and say some words, say like four or five words, and then Malachi Black should have came back out and 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 smacked him with the crutch, and that should end the show. Or you know what I would done, Tiff? No talking at all. You know what I would have done? You know how Cody was light was knocked out there. Maybe put in a little different position. 
have him light out on the floor, knocked out. The lights are are on, like you know when Alistair sits in the middle of the ring with the lights off. Have that be the last scene of Dynamite. Cody knocked out with Malachi in that pose, looking down at him, and that's how you go off the air. This was way too long, especially that it's like his, his, you know, they didn't give it. I get it. You knocked him out in four minutes. Great. That's where it should have cut to. Why did it have to go into the whole thing with Cody? Why? So I'm assuming they just, they they ran the time issues. So like, we know AW's had time issues before. It was supposed to probably be, they probably had too much time. Right? And they probably, they're like. Oh, they probably didn't have too much time. Cody had to be about himself. I'm sorry. Well, it just felt dragged. I mean, they, but Tiff, they've had time issues like this before. This is why I think that they they ran to a time thing because the, the promo dragged and dragged. Like, he kind of dragged it a little bit too long and did the boot thing, and then Alistair came out and knocked him out. So I'm feeling like, okay, so the promo could have been cut in half. I know they probably had to get to that. They can't end the show early. They have to get to that that minute and then end the show on time. So they probably had too much time. They dragged it, obviously. Again, I'm not agreeing that Cody should have been on the mic that for that long i'm saying the match they could have dragged the match out a little bit longer and done something else but you know what it's hard to call an audible on the fly especially when you're live it is what it is it is what it is he shouldn't talk that long i mean i don't i don't get it i might i mean my opinion i think they should have just ended it with that scene him knocked out on the floor after the match thank you and the lights off and if, like, Cody didn't come back, like, the next couple of weeks, it would have been, like, oh, he could have played it off. Like, well, he got, like, knocked out. Where's Cody? Yeah, you that, know, even though, like, he's doing his show, but that's how it could have been, like, played out. That could have been a great to- scene. Exactly. With the lights off in his pose, sitting in the middle of the ring and just looking down at Cody, knocked out. That would have been, I would be like, money. There's your money shot to end the show right there. Because he beat the shit out of him. He didn't need to, Cody didn't need to get up and talk. He got kicked the shit out of. He got knocked out with that black mass. And that should have been the end of your scene. Lights go out. He's in his pose looking down at Cody. Cody's still out cold. End the show. Get to next week. Anyways. Um, I forget metal. <laughs> any, anyways. Um, I'm curious to see now where Black goes. I This could go to a rematch. I'm right. feeling that there's going to be a rematch. But this is what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid that if they're going to have their rematch, Cody's going to go over. I don't. He shouldn't be going over. He shouldn't be having a rematch with Malachi Black. And if he does, Malachi wins again. You don't have come back and win against Malachi Black because then you bury him. Don't become Triple H, Cody. Do not become Triple H. Like There, there should be no rematch now. There probably is going to be, but there should be no rematch. So, And if there's not a rematch, I don't know where Malachi goes. This is interesting. This it's is interesting. So with him, which is going to be great. Yeah, and I love and I love his entrance and everything. It's great. It's awesome. But uh, yeah, that was dynamite. 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 Can't wait for next week. Next week is in Pittsburgh, PA, Britsburg. Um, can't wait to see that. Uh, Rampage debuts next week. I'm curious to see how that. You see the announced team for Rampage. Stack announced team: Jericho, Mark Henry. Uh, was it Excalibur and is it Paul White? They have a is pretty it? a pretty stacked commentary team for one hour. Can't wait to see what that's all about. Um, and then again, August twentieth, the last dance. Everyone that's gonna draw the biggest rating ever because <laughs> everyone's gonna be tuning in. The curiosity is gonna get better of everybody. Everyone after SmackDown is gonna be tr- switching over to TNT. 
and and waiting to see CM Punk. And I guarantee you, if AEW is smart, they tweet something about CM Punk. They tease the shit out of it. Like the biggest tease of them all happens while SmackDown's on the air and it's on AEW's Twitter account. That right, you're gonna take everybody from that's watching SmackDown that's tweeting about it. They're gonna see AEW come up in their timeline, going, "Oh my god!" Like they, they just tease something huge about CM Punk. They're gonna flip over the channel right after SmackDown's done. So it's gonna be interesting. I cannot wait, guys. It's gonna be an exciting time now. AEW is going full, pun intended, full gear now. So um, can't wait. Cannot wait. But anyways, anyways, um, it's about the end of the show. We are at guys. Thank you so much. If you've been tuning in live on Facebook, Twitch, Periscope, YouTube. If you're on YouTube, guys, you see that little like button right there. Click it. Smash the like button. Subscribe. Helps us tremendously in the YouTube algorithm when you guys hit that like button. It's easy. It's free to do. Smash a like button for us, please, if you're watching live or if you're watching back on YouTube. Uh, thank you so much if you have been. If you are an audio listener, thank you so much for downloading the episode every single week, guys. I know you guys are my favorite. Guys, the All Elite Podcast is available on audio on the No Holds Bar Network by searching up the No Holds Bar Network on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, wherever you're getting your podcast. Search up the No Holds Bar Network. You'll get this podcast and every other one we offer here on the No Holds Bar Network. If you are on the Apple Podcast side of things, if you guys can please graciously give us a five-star rating and leave us a comment. It helps us on the charitable side of things and helps the podcast get out there. Thank you so much to everyone who have. You can follow us on social media at All Eat Pod, myself at Real Kyle Masters, at Loves to Dream 82 for Tiffany as well. And uh, yeah, we're going to end the show off here been great we'll see you guys here every single week we're live thursday nights 7 p.m eastern time hope to see you guys there thanks for tuning in as always again as always here to sign off my name is kyle masters i'm your self-proclaimed greatest host i'm your canadian prince we're i'm and i'm always joined by my co-host she is the evp giggles the heartbreak chick the queen of the indies the lady of the light tubes the lady of a thousand nicknames that's Tiffany, guys, here at the Ollie Podcast, where, where my shirt says we out-podcast everyone. We let our good friend Kenny Omega sign us off, as always. So, Kenny, my good pal, send us away, bud. Goodbye, and good night, bang.